On this episode, I think we're going to get famous when uh, the state of Texas uses this podcast. Yeah, we'll be on the evidence a true, a true in, a, crime. in a murder trial. Yeah, a true crime documentary. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> be the first episode, like him be on talking about killing chickens. That's what- <laughs> <laughs> the signs were all there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> they'll gonna- just isolate that bit of yeah. him just going, "Ah, oh, we just slit his throat." <laughs> I, like, I don't like blowjobs. Clearly a sociopath. I can murder somebody. Somebody would listen to this podcast and be like, what? This psycho doesn't like getting his dick Everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, the man who will pressure you into taking your, quote, medicine, Adam Radliff. What? What did I say? <laughs> Listen to last week's episode about you and your ex-girlfriend. No, I didn't say anything about medicine. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, you I did. To it today. What did I say? <laughs> oh, oh! Her birth control yes, medicine. Yes, yes. Okay, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> no. It's like, Jesus Christ, I did not talk about that. <laughs> also on the show today, we have special oh, guests. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, the inverse of Adam, Victor Tran. Oh, hey, the inverse of Adam, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Younger, more handsome. Raw dog, no birth control. No, yeah. <laughs> polite, you dress very well. Uh, Although Adam's not dressed bad. Off, when have I ever work? been not, not polite? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and actually, I think you're the first guest outside of Patrick Edie. No, no, Patrick Edie and Dan have come on multiple times, but Edie's yeah. been on twice. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was on the the one with uh, by himself and, and uh, the one with Chuck. Charles. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's good to have someone come back on the show. Yeah, last time was a fun one. It's a good time. It's one of the better podcasts, I would say. Yay! We finally get a compliment. <laughs> you know, when you put it like that, you make us look pathetic. I, that was the intention well, of that I'll say this. It's the only statement. podcast where the host's mom died in the middle of it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say <Wow>. that. <laughs> wow. That's what I tell people. It's like, how's the podcast? I was like, oh, it's all right, but <laughs> a family member died. Died in the middle, so that's. Yeah. I need to get Bob on. So I, like, I've been. I'm late to this Bob podcast thing. I didn't know he had it. Oh, the Healing Club. Yeah, that's a Bob Morrissey. One. Have you seen his stand up? I've seen his stand up. Yeah, yeah, very funny, unique guy. But his podcast is just like the the rawest conversations possible. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jesus. He's one of those like stream of consciousness guys. Just like, all right, this is too much consciousness. <laughs> that's why I told Eddie. Like, I think. I think it was on the recording. I was like, you're not worried at all about what you say on that podcast getting you canceled? Well, Eddie doesn't do comedy. Yeah, but he has a career. Uh, and yeah, but he's a petroleum engineer. I feel like all those guys are way worse. Possibly, but, <laughs> yeah. the, but their HR managers aren't. They're probably rapists, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's Have fun, the, Eddie. Come back on the pod. <laughs> that's what the R stands for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Human oh, rapist. That's hysterical. <laughs> Petroleum engineering. Yeah. I tried a joke based on that story. That, um, it was my first like storytelling joke at, last night for the first time at uh, El Poblito. Uh, mm-hmm. Too not much fanfare. But uh, What's first. the spark notes of the story? 
Basically, uh, the worst day of my life being when my ex called me <laughs> right. and told me that she was pregnant when she wasn't. Uh, so I had to sit there all day thinking that my life's over. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I go through the whole story and the fact that I was a tortilla boy at HEB <laughs> is kind of unique. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It's, like I said, it's and very assist funny. assist on Obrey, that actually got a pop from the crowd that was all comics, which is... Oh um, yeah, the the sis popped. <laughs> yeah, sis the uh, sis popped. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun story. I'm gonna keep trying it. Probably try it tonight at Dan's. Yeah, you know, it'll be a good time. But anyway, yeah, make it all worth it. <laughs> make it all worth <laughs> it. Well, yeah, what's that girl doing now? Uh, I don't know. Like, I joke about like so last night. I joked about like so. I'm here telling jokes to you guys. So clearly, I won. And uh, <laughs> she's just the uh, CEO of her own business. So. No, I don't know. Last I heard about, no, you said something. You said something like, um, like uh, I forget. You said something funny about her, like God giving her a cyst. Yeah, that's that's part. That's part <laughs> yeah. of the joke. That's yeah. how I knew she was on birth controls because God uh, to to show me a little bit of appreciation of being a good Christian for seventeen and a half years, <laughs> rewarded me with a cyst on my girlfriend's ovaries. <laughs> so. <laughs> So she had to be on birth control, doctor's orders. <laughs> and we didn't have to have an awkward conversation with our parents either. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a gift. Ex- that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, the surgery and uh, the Wait. lifelong health problems probably didn't agree. So but. birth control, uh, you can use birth control as medicine for an ovarian cyst? Apparently, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, ovaries are involved in uh, no. I know it's just production. like if I was a teenage girl and I need and I wanted to be on birth control and I didn't want to tell my parents, I would just tell them like I have a cyst. She had surgery though. I mean, it had to be removed oh, okay. and everything. Right. Okay. So actually, I earned it by being a nice guy for like, a couple of days in the <laughs> yeah, hospital. Yeah. I earned a year of no condoms. Jesus, how dirty is your dick? He's like, <laughs> we were both freaking virgins. She Relax. Get, she had to get surgery from fucking you. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's funny. Disgusting. Well, the last one either. Anyway, um, that's the last person you've put in the hospital See, with your dick. Like, this is the the gift and the curse of telling any story to Victor. Yes. Is, Does it come up in a roast battle? No, because he'll make it funnier every time. So it's a gift. You're like, oh, that's great. I'm gonna use that. And the, the curse is like. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Damn it. Look, I had this joke about uh, masks because I did like, a little challenge at, at Darwin's. There's a couple of us. I was like, all right, let's come up with a topic, write a joke real quick, and then we'll tell it on stage tonight. That was the plan. And we all ended up doing it, but my joke was uh, comparing masks to shoes. And I was telling Victor the, the joke, and everyone kind of snickered a little bit. And he's like, well, that's, and he like, hits a tag that's, Explosion and laughter, <laughs> and I didn't use it that night, which I should have because I felt guilty. I was like, I feel like this is no, I wanted you to use it. That's why I, I, that's and why I have I subsequently it. used it, and it gets a huge laughter. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that's yeah, like, and baby. that's the story that anyone who ever, whenever Victor comes up in casual conversation with comics, that's the same feedback everyone gives. Like, like uh. dude, the guy's a king of tagging up jokes. <laughs> it's just like, you know, and they always say the same thing. It's like, it just seems natural, it's like he's not even trying. I think I just have uh, like a short attention span. So people tell me stories. I'm like, God, I wish this was better. <laughs> <laughs> He's already. God, how could I fucking <laughs> make this interesting? <laughs> God, I hope that never backfires on you. Jeez. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> so we're going to go over a couple of things today. Yes. 
but before we get into the, like the kind of the topic of the day, Victor, you were a uh, witness. You were, you were gifted by God to get to witness one of the most interesting moments in Houston comedy adjacent history. Oh, what happened outside of Rudd's? What did I? What was that? This dude gets his finger bit off. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. How could you forget about that? How is that possible? <laughs> A lot of How th- interesting is your life? A lot of things has happened. A lot of things have happened since then. Uh, I got a haircut since then. Uh, I, yeah, a couple of weeks ago at Rudd's, uh, there was like a bar next door. Uh-huh. And, uh, so it wasn't at Rudd's, it was at the bar. It was at the bar, bar next door. Uh-huh. And I'd never been there before, so me, Eddie, I think Youngblood, and uh, I don't know, maybe one more person. We went over there to check it out. <clears throat> and uh, we, were there for like, we were there for like five minutes or so. And the door guy's going around, and he's like, he's the nicest guy, no, nicest door guy ever. Like, couldn't have been more polite. He's like bowing to people. He's like, hey, guys, like, we're at capacity. Can you please just like, just grab a drink and you get hang right, out? Was outside. he bowing to everyone, or did he just bow to like, you? Because that could be <laughs> <laughs> problematic. I knew as soon as I said bowing, I knew that, that was yeah. good. <laughs> Plus, so, Youngblood's uh, got some Asian tattoos. So. <laughs> so he's like, so he's like super polite. So we're like, yeah, whatever. We go outside. And as soon as we leave, uh, there's a big commotion in the inside of the bar. You know, things are shuffling. You just know that there's a fight going on just based on how things are, you know, shuffling around. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy comes out. He's bleeding from his ear, like, all the way down, like, the side of his face. And, like... This is the, the, the bouncer, or... This is not the bouncer. This is not the bouncer. Um, so I, I go up to the guy. I'm like, dude, what happened? He goes, oh, man, the door guy, uh, <laughs> uh, what did he say? He was like, he was like, yeah, the door guy bit my ear off. And I was like, what? He goes, but don't worry. I bit off his finger. Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so I got a picture. If you follow me on Instagram, I have a picture of the guy's face. It's all bloody and shit. It's not from the, the I don't think the blood's coming from the ear. It's coming from his head because not only was he getting his ear bit, the door guy was also smashing his head in with a flashlight. Oh, my God. So what I want to know. And Youngblood saw the whole thing. He was actually in it. Uh-huh. And he saw the guy's thumb, and like it was like hanging off. Like, oh. he, almost, he almost bit off the guy's thumb, and it was just funny because the guy whose finger almost got bit off was the door guy, the nice door guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, man, like he's probably one of the nicest guys I'd ever encountered. And then five minutes later, he was missing a fucking thumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wonder how that got started. I don't I, know. I have to imagine that the. The finger biting started first. Because how are you going to sneak a guy's finger into your mouth and start clenching down hard enough to bite it off? And then, yeah. like, if somebody starts biting on my finger, I'm hitting them with the light. I'm smashing yeah. their head against. You're gonna. I'm you're biting gonna their do ear off. You have to to get that person's mouth off of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be. It's got, finger first. Yeah, I would say. assume. Yeah, that's the assume. yeah the P. Dobbles method. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, we had him scheduled to come on next. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do his apology podcast on your podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> no that guy, uh, yeah, he, he must have bit the guy's finger first. I wonder what started though. Maybe like 
He couldn't have been wearing a mask because if he had a mask, he wouldn't have been able to bite that guy's finger. Yeah. Right, so maybe it was over that. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know it was the thumb because that changes it too. Because I would assume, like, because I just assumed it was like an index finger. And I assumed it got, this is all just me trying to play it out logically because you don't hear about this happening ever. I assumed the guy was like in his face, like pointing in his face, like, hey, you got to get out of here. Close enough to get a mouth on it. So yeah. I was like, maybe he's like really like, and that's a super aggressive thing to do to somebody. Like, Can you imagine your finger poking you in the face with their finger? Yeah. That's not bite off their finger move, but it's pretty close. I don't like when people point at me. Oh, nobody it's does. Really, nobody it's does. super it's, disrespectful. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's very rude. It's like animalistic almost. You know who anger. started doing that is uh, Joe Esquivel. But he he doesn't do it. He does it. He does it in like uh, like oh oh you're right kind of way right. Oh. But even when he does that, I'm like I'm gonna hit you. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking bite off your finger. Um, and if somebody bites your finger off, you kill him, right? If somebody bit my finger off, uh, uh, how do you come back from that? Well, how are you gonna kill him? You you don't have a thumb. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to you, have a. Yeah, you need a thumb to kill people. Not necessarily. You got two thumbs. Uh, I guess so. Plus, if you bit off my whole thumb, I mean, I don't shoot guns, but I figure I could, could figure something out. You, you, I don't think you could shoot a gun without your thumb. No, because it's got a... It's, that's what part, did he bite it all the, the way grip, off or did he bite it off right? to this little nub? Well, he like... I think he bit it... I don't at know, the to knuckle? the point where it was like... It had to have been at one of the knuckles. I'm also pretty yeah. useless. Yeah, yeah, it had to be one of the knuckles. He, he throated the thumb. <laughs> 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 this guy was bowing to people, so we don't yeah. know how long this thumb actually was. The only was. reason why he stopped biting was he had a gag, because he was <laughs> <laughs> so deep down there. <laughs> but also, I mean, you could go left-handed with a gun. I guess so. But, okay. but I would also wouldn't use a gun. I would try to get cl- more clever about it. I mean, I say that in the moment... But if I got cooled down and like relaxed for not a while. Having a, not having thumbs removes so many ways to kill a person. Like you can't choke them. You can't shoot them. Can't stab them. Right handed. Yeah. And we're assuming it was his. It would, his yeah, it would be hard to stab Do we know yeah. it was his primary hand? Uh, I don't know. What kind of shoddy research did you do? Like, <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Who like, isn't interested with it? And just not just hypothet- hypothetically, if you didn't have your thumbs. Both thumbs. Did he, did he get say, both of them? No, but I'm just saying, if you didn't have either thumb, you wouldn't be able to kill anybody. You'd have to judo chop him to death. You could figure something out. It would have to. It couldn't be violent. You, yeah, you'd right. have to it's poison like, him, or you'd have to hire an assassin who has you thumbs. Could, you could poison somebody without thumbs. I think it'd be difficult. You had to plan it out way better. Yeah, you're gonna you like have the time to do that though. Yeah, but yeah. like I don't know, like. It would you would be how, harder how, you how are you, how, something into somebody. How are you going to drop something into somebody's drink when you don't have a thumb? Everybody knows, like, yeah. it's like, hey, what's Adam holding? He shouldn't be holding anything. He doesn't have thumbs. Here's a, here's a, okay. You have to get something super toxic. You can't, grow out your nails. You, you can't like salt pay his drink because yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have a fucking thumb. You could do a little like, like a roll in the dice kind of a situation with some. Some aerosol product or rat poison do it like <laughs> crumble it up into something. Yeah. It could be done. That's all I'm saying. Like wh- all right, so murder that might be might be off the books because you're thumbless. I just yeah. think it's interesting how you just jump straight to murder. That's, how do you how do you come back from this dude took away a thumb? Wait. He's what, got to what go. Kind of, what kind of murder is it? Is it like uh in the moment you're gonna kill him or like premeditated? That's what I'm trying. hundred percent trying in the moment. 
Because that's the most forgivable. I don't. I don't think you could do it because one, you are you are out of thumb. You're out of thumb. You're probably and you're losing bleeding a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you also, well, you're probably not thinking clearly. But if he was, he's like, I got to kill this guy right now, so it's excusable. Because if okay. I do it any time later, right? Because this guy might get manslaughter if he kills him now. Then again, but like I'm saying, like if it's premeditated, you're going to try to get away with it, obviously. Yeah. That being oh, said, you're probably going to be like a primary suspect because oh, yeah. somebody took your finger off. You know what I would do? I, I would do it premeditated because less chance of leaving a fingerprint because I'm, I'm... Ah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One-fifth the chance of leaving a, leaving a fingerprint. Actually, no, I wouldn't do it myself. I would call it some psychopath that has no problem killing. Who do I know that kills things with no remorse? Oh, yeah. Strangles things, um, tears, breaks their necks. <laughs> martial arts trained... <laughs> Dead inside. Oh, yeah, Victor Tran. Yeah. Oh, hey, nice to be on your podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Have you killed any more animals since we last talked to you? Um, no. <laughs> not, more not, not physically. Have you thought about killing any animals? Is it uh, in the moment or premeditated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could an animal, I guess, if a dog's like biting your leg or something, you'd want to kill it? I don't it. think I. Okay, Dusty. Dusty posted this. It is a human being. Why would you want to kill Dusty? I'm kidding. Go on. <laughs> Can we cut that? Uh, <laughs> now she posted. Uh, she posted. You think like, she listens to this? You think for a split second she listens to this? She knows when people are talking shit about her. She oh, okay. She got. <laughs> she gets uh, She's got eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah. Um. No, she posted this thing about like uh, she would ask guys what animal they think they could beat up. And I think that list is very small. Like, like some guys were talking like, oh, I, I, I can kill a pit bull. No, <laughs> I mean. No fucking way. No. Probably not. I mean, if it's you versus them, I mean, one's got to go. And you got no weapons, none, no keys, nothing. I, I would say no. I would say no. Wep- like you're no dropped weapons. in a pit with this thing. Yeah, because they said because she said fight. So I'm saying if it's a fight, then yeah, a fight infers like, no weapons. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The pit bull, pit bull would destroy. Unless you, you would have anybody. to like try to strangle it. That's your only chance. You would have to raise the pit bull yourself to where it trusted you, and then, and then kill it. That's the only way you could kill a pit bull. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like fucking monsters. Yeah. yeah, I would. That's of all the dogs, that would be my least. Oh, that'd be my the one I would want to avoid the most. Have, have you ever seen anybody get attacked by a dog? Yeah. I yeah, have. I mean, yeah, like video. Everyone's seen cops. No, I'm, I've seen my brother got attacked by a dog. Oh, really? And it threw him around. <laughs> yeah, they're but they're he is still alive. He's is still that alive. Dog still alive because someone pummeled the dog until it ran away. Oh, right. oh really? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like I did it. I would try to go for the eyes, obviously. But the dog throat. wasn't. The dog was like had its mouth <laughs> okay. on my brother. Okay, and so it was preoccupied. It wasn't like it was only one person in the room. Yeah, yeah. It so was like, room. If it's one on one. Is it in a house? <laughs> yes. If it's what one the fuck on one, what are we all doing to this dog? Was your brother breaking into an inter a house? <laughs> no comment. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I mean, dogs are sneaky, athletic. Like pit bulls are, you know, they're superhuman. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, do you guys know corgis? They have like tiny legs. They can run like twenty miles per hour. Yeah. They're insanely they're fast. So they're going to exhaust us? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if a it's corgi... It's a war of attrition. <laughs> if a corgi is that athletic, imagine how fucking strong a, a, a supervillain dog like a pit bull is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I would not. I, I wouldn't bet on myself versus a pit bull. I think that guy was just trying to get laid. He was just like, yeah, I could fuck up a pit bull, but yeah, there's no. no fucking way. I mean, there's a lot of animals that any of us could easily beat, but pit bulls. No. I think I think an animal the the most dangerous animal that I think I would have a shot against would be like a like a kangaroo. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> no, <laughs> those things are all muscle. Yeah, I know, but they like the box. <laughs> that's uh, do you think that that's true? I'm yes. sure that's some kind of stereotype. Yes. No, if you want, they're not carrying around gloves at all times. No, they. You picked an animal that's known for liking violence. I think. I think I'm basically and it's all used this, to attacking humans. All this is based off of Tekken. <laughs> oh yeah, pandas. They're really easy to beat too. No, there's a video of a guy who like uh, he just walks up to a kangaroo and just like. Hits him with the right cross. What part of the dark web are you hanging out on? It's not. It's it was. It's a pretty popular video. What? <laughs> Have you seen this video? No, I haven't. That's and the awful. That's yeah. I mean, it's it's bad. It's like not <laughs> to good. be fair. Did the they game, did it have it coming? Huh? I, I think did they so. try to finger somebody at a bar. Yeah. The. the <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, the kangaroo did have its baby in its pouch, so it was handicapped. To be fair, no, kidding, that makes it even more <laughs> That's indefensible. Not That's not true. But uh, yeah. So it was he, a female kangaroo. Uh, I don't know, kangaroo. but the, the kangaroo's just standing there. And then uh, some Australian guy just goes up and just clocks it in the in the head. I think that's just called break time in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> did he yell out yeah. "World Star" after he did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> False stars. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the only reason why I think that I might have a chance with a kangaroo. It's just because kangaroos fight fair, and that's it. <laughs> fight fair. Don't they have like long nails too? I guess. I'm definitely betting on the kangaroo. No offense. No, bet on the kangaroo. I'm just saying, like, out of all the dangerous animals, that's like my best shot. Like, if I had to fight a pit bull, an alligator, or a kangaroo, I would go with kangaroo. Okay, I would almost three, go pit bull over kangaroo, man. I don't know. You go pit bull? Dude, those I, things are gigantic. They're bigger than humans, number one. They are rocked up, and their legs are like insanely strong. They can hit you with their arms. I'm pretty sure that their claws are pretty long. So they could probably slice you up pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. A pit bull, at least it's, it's, it's lower to the ground. It's definitely... You just have to... I think that if you're getting a pit bull coming at you, you let it have one of your legs. A pit bull would maul you. A kangaroo would not do well, that. A pit bull is going to try to bite and then latch. Yeah. So you got to let it latch onto your leg and then just try to like st- strangle it out. Okay. All right. So How many can- people die from kangaroo fights? A kangaroo can weigh between 40 and 200 pounds and can grow up to eight feet tall. I mean, maybe like I a, like you haven't thought like a, 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 a baby kangaroo, a, a jack. <laughs> you can kill a jack. <laughs> I didn't know they could get that big. Look at that. Look, look at I look. I did my research. It is I, ripped. I know that they, kangaroos don't fuck Dang, around. No. I'm not going after anything in Australia. No, Australia is the land of death. Yeah, yeah. Koala bears. I guess we could take those out. <clears throat> but who would want to? Yeah. The more and more I look at the pictures of kangaroo, the less and less I want to go to Australia. Yeah, I have no desire to go to Australia. I mean, it seems like a lovely two cities. The rest is garbage. Uh, yeah, the animals are garbage. The people think garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there. <laughs> it's a nice stopover place for going on yeah, the way yeah. to New Zealand. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that was interesting. If they were so great, would they be on fire last year? 
Tell that to California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so are any of your old family friends moving to Texas after all the recent events? Uh, one of my cousins moved to Texas maybe like a month or two ago. Oh, from where? California. Oh, okay. Yeah, is your cousin Joe Rogan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Same hair, though. Yeah, because he, he should really shout out your podcast. <laughs> oh, speaking of Joe Rogan, one thing I want to talk to you about, so was Joe Rogan adjacent, Tim Dillon, like known guest on Joe Rogan, been on there all the time. Uh, yeah. Victor has been blowing up here locally. Uh, God knows why. I mean, other people need to oh, eat. Oh, I can tell you all why. It's because <laughs> I, I beg bookers to book me. That's fair, all. fair. Yeah. But um, he uh, opened up for Tim Dillon all weekend. Uh, and Tim Dillon, I love Tim Dillon, so a whole bunch of us went out. Victor crushed the entire... It was a full room, which I don't know if we all have COVID now. Thanks, Victor, you piece of shit. Oh, not me. I got that vaccine, baby. <laughs> Rub that in. But... Um, I got injected in. That's what they do. Yeah, I know twice. how it works. I know how it works. Yeah, yeah. Everything's coming up, Victor. Um, <laughs> but what was that like? So, what was that feeling like to have a, a full room of like a comedy venue? Oh, uh, well, I've, done it, I've done it a bunch before, so it's pretty normal. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> God, I hope you go to dance tonight and bomb. <laughs> uh, no, I felt great. It feels good to uh, to have that energy. Uh, it feels like. Um, on top of the crowds being excited to see Tim or whatever headliner they go out to see, there's an extra added, there's an extra like layer of excitement um, because they're just excited to be out and be right. doing something. So uh, all the shows that I've done there recently have been like better than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did like people? Did you have people coming up to you after the show saying like, "Oh my god, that was great"? What's your What's your information? Yeah, I got laid. <laughs> Ray! Yeah. Now, I knew you did good. I didn't think you did that good. Well, she did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how old was this woman? 55, 60? Oh, no, no. 75? No, 74 is my uh, cap. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. How did that, how did that conversation go? This is something that was so... Here's the move. If you ever do the improv and you're hosting mm-hmm. or any club... Do you say, if you did well, just hang out like in the front where everybody's leaving and then just like pretend to be on your phone and then everybody will come up to you and be like, oh my God, you're so good. Can I take blah, 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 take a picture with you, yada, yada, yada. And then if there's a bar next door, you go, all right, well, uh, do you want to hang out? Let's go to the bar. And uh, you go into the bar and that's where everybody who was just at the club's at. So you walk in and everybody's like buying you drinks and, you know, it looks cool. So yeah, that's, that's what you do. So she approached you. Is this how this went down? Yeah, I was just walking around. She was like, "Hey, you're really great." And then she was really cool. I liked her a lot. Still talking to her? Um, no. <laughs> I, I like her a lot. This was a couple of days ago. No, well, she's not from here. She's from out of town. So I was like, that what she told you? Did she tell that? You, did she tell you that before or after the sex? It was like right when I met her. Okay, so then it's real. I was say if yeah. she said it afterwards, ooh, yes, uh, I'd love to meet up again, but I'm from out of town. Why does your license say Spring, Texas? What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's cool. That's even even luckier. Well, not luckier. I mean, you could have I mean met somebody you really liked, and yeah, they could have lived here. Let's so. actually let's cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so 
did you meet the did you get to meet him was, yeah was yeah it? i got to meet him um and he's like he's super nice he's like a super sweet guy um which is you know the opposite of how he is on stage on mm. stage he's like uh i mean he seems nice on stage but he's just like really uh outrageous and loud and like big and right high right energy but off stage he's like super chill like super super down to earth and we talked about comedy and like um content and things like that and um he was like he was like asking me questions like you know how long you been doing comedy you know you've been you know you're really good blah 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 um which was cool you know he'd like i mean i know for him that's probably just the routine that's just you know being courteous but like uh it just it was he doesn't have to do that you know could have been cool. a little sweet on you like other headliners uh i don't take it personally but like other headliners uh they're just in and out there's no no real like uh interest in meeting anybody else well, that's really know? cool yeah so he was he was really cool um but yeah so we talked about austin and shit and uh Maybe that's the move. Maybe that's going to blow up. Who knows? Yeah, it's definitely worth a shot for sure. I mean, it seems like everyone you talk to, that's all the buzz. And right like, now, yeah. And it would be nice. Like, it would be nice to have a comedy city so close to Houston. Because, it would, one, it would be good for Houston. And then the comics here, uh, we could go to a comedy city and not have to, like, leave everything behind. Right. You know? Yeah, it's, and it, like, it's just not a huge investment. It's like, you probably, all of us probably have friends in Austin. So if you wanted to go, make like a week run or a weekend or, or yeah, even a day yeah. like you but you'd have to take off half a day from work basically to make it viable actually not even yeah the show starts at nine you can go straight from work there not a problem i've done that i've gone off of work at five gone to austin done a show or two and then drove back that same nine be at work the next day mm-hmm. and it's i mean it's not awesome but you could do it oh eddie's calling plus it would be awesome to just have an alternative so right now it's New York, LA. Those are yeah, your only two options. Yeah. To have a third option would be awesome. Yeah, it would be cool to get ahead of a comedy scene because if you move to LA or New York, you have to start all over. You're at the bottom, you know, and it's there's so many great comics that are like, you know, you always hear about them being oversaturated. Um but in Austin, you know, there's great comics there, but I feel like you can still sort of get ahead of like the wave. Yeah, I, I mean, I've haven't seen everyone from Austin, obviously, but I feel like if you go to Austin, basically just on what I've seen, you're going to be like top five, top ten, and like as soon as you move there, there's no, nah, there are some really good comics in Austin, so like better than the comics at Houston. Um, I would say the the current class of things right now I would probably say that. Yeah, I would say there was a time when it might have been competitive, but right now I think Austin because. They're breaking away from the pack. Well, a lot of Austin comics stay in Austin. They don't move. Mm-hmm. And Houston, you know, if you get good, you leave. So, and sometimes the Houston guys move to Austin. Right. So. Like um, Tim Williams moved there for a while, right? And yeah. Mean- and yeah. He's great. And so, yeah. And, and I think they just have a, they just have a more robust scene, mm-hmm. you know, which is cool. Yeah, that should be that could be exciting. I think those pros and cons, like comparing the cities, because Houston, I think, is a good place to develop because you're in front of a lot of different types of people, and it kind of forces you to like be a little bit more accessible and uh, like really hard hitting, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because here, 
there's like a real industrial, like blue collar, make me laugh type of vibe. You, mm-hmm. know, you gotta earn it. And in Austin, I feel like the crowds are a little bit more uh, uh, artsy. They're a little more comedy savvy. They'll give you some leeway. So you're not forced to be so like hard hitting all the time. Um, but I think the plus side of that is I think they get the liberty to be a little bit more like uh, creative. You know, they get some creative freedom. They're not on stage always desperate. It's like, okay, I got to get a laugh in the next 30 seconds. Right. And it's got to be something that everybody gets. You know? Can you get away with stuff as risque over there as you can here? I'm sure it's a little bit more, for lack of better terms, PC in Austin, but um, you can do it. Like that's part of that's part of like being a, a edgy comic or whatever. It's not just saying you know outrageous shit. It's saying it in a way that's digestible for the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like whenever comics get off stage and they're like, "Oh, this crowd, this crowd's a bunch of pussies. They don't fucking." You know, they don't get it. It's like, no, you don't get it. You didn't curtail your shit to the, like, you're selling a product. Right. And your product failed. Right, exactly. So if the next episode of Tim Dillon, because the last episode that came out on Saturday, he hadn't done the Houston shows yet. Okay. And I've never heard him mention it before, but if he does, he's like, yeah, I just did this tour through Houston. Because we were talking about the most recent episode, he was in Austin still, and he's talking about... Some local stuff, mm-hmm. um, but not any comics. But if he does have a an episode, where he's like, "Yeah, this opener, Victor Tran." How quickly are you putting that in some kind of an audio clip to put on Facebook as fast as possible? Oh my god, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that would happen. Now. <laughs> Did you ask him any advice? Like, hey, what anything like? like- we talked about comedy. He was, um, yeah, he he was telling me like, um, see, so his bones in New York, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I asked him. I asked him if uh, he used to open for anybody the same way he has his feature open with him, like they tour together and stuff. Mm-hmm. He said no, and um, that then we started talking about like the future of stand up and like uh, you know making a career out of it, and like just pure stand up. Even if you like you got really good, that's maybe like a forty thousand dollar job with no insurance, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Um, so he's like, to know. yeah, he's like nowadays, you know, if you want to make money, you gotta, you gotta, um, put out a lot of content, make digital content. Like he said, you know, he, he saw, he saw that every show at the improv and the improv is a huge room. It's right. 400 seats. Um, he said the reason why people are buying tickets is because, um, because of all the content that he puts out, right. you know, and you know, everybody knows that, but. I Tell your cousin to stop being a bitch and get Tran Camp back together. <laughs> put out well, some goddamn content. Yeah, but like uh, Tran, I don't know what your first name is. But <laughs> the uh, I, I think a lot of comics know that deep down, but they're they don't want to admit it just because they'll have to break the routine of doing stand up all the time, and mm. they'll have to put in a new different type of work. And it's scary. It's scary to put stuff out that's not polished. You know, it's scary to. Like stand up is so immediate. Sure. You get the reaction, you immediately get a gauge on what's good or what's not. With like digital content, you make something, you put all these hours into it, you put it out, and then if it bombs, it's like, well, fuck, I just embarrassed myself to the world instead of a bar. Not people necessarily. Don't give a fuck about you. Because, like, so not necessarily, like, the way I look at it is because the internet is so much of it is viralness. It's just like you could have something that's hilarious, but how are people going to find it? So, you, like, 
that's how I don't understand. It's like people put stuff up. It could be like really funny. Like so Drew Jordan puts all these videos on on YouTube. Right. But and some of them will have like the max is like a couple hundred views because how would anyone know or hear of this guy? So I don't know how you break that into that mold, but once you do have a video that breaks everything else. Everything everyone's like, oh, what else does this guy have? What else does yeah. this guy have? So I don't know how so you could be so good content and not getting a big response. Um, same kind of thing with a podcast. It's like you could until you get some kind of a hook or some some people to get a bigger audience. And I don't trust me, I don't know. I'm not a actually I'm a marketing major. I, it's embarrassing, but that was before <laughs> social media was a huge, media, huge yeah. thing. But but I feel like podcasting is the easiest thing to do that anyone that just had time you don't have to worry about production yeah. value to a huge degree like you do you create a skit you gotta create a write a skit you gotta if it's just you it's a little bit easier like leah sampson does the ones that are just her mm-hmm. that are clever and but if you have anyone else involved it's like a whole ordeal to get it shot yeah. and then you have to deal with the are people gonna like it podcasting is like basically you can get a handful of people together right and you put out something that's pretty loose and can do that on a pretty regular basis pretty easily especially if you're in the comedy scene because you know people that are interesting that yeah. are good on their like good on their feet well uh yeah no that's all true but i think the the biggest thing that he said was um houston needs people to like collaborate you know like um the comics need to get in touch with people who can uh you know do podcasts or record shit edit shit you know People who aren't necessarily uh, in comedy, but also want like that type of career, mm-hmm. you know, like um, we got, we should all be banding together and making stuff. And I think that would bolster the scene. I think that's what I think that's something that Austin's been doing for forever. They're just really collaborative, and I, I think that just bolsters up everybody's uh, creative output. You know, it's not like Houston's got like many like a bunch of beefs going around all over the place. Oh wait. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, what it is. We're constantly <laughs> fighting and fingering each other. <laughs> In a lineup? <laughs> oh, that dude's. Uh, you think that he's gone forever? I don't think. Dobbles? Yeah. No, I don't think he's gone forever. And the reason is because nobody is policing the bottom of the barrel of the scene. Mm-hmm. That's where he's always going to be. Right. But yeah. like, even like, uh, even still, like, I'm. He said, there's so much smoke, there's got to be fire kind of a situation. And like, it's just, oh, and I think it was young blood was like, dude, you've got so many stories. Yeah. Like how can anyone with a good conscience, like, like, Oh yeah, we'll have you on the show. There's stories thing. that people don't even know about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like we know, like we know a couple, I don't want to name them, but we know a couple of comics who have had bad experiences with him and they're not even in his like Spotify top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not in his greatest hits album. Uh, <laughs> Raise fingers, but um, <laughs> but um, that's why it's the top five, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, it seems like, and that's just the that one situation, but it does seem like almost weekly, like it's almost like it's planned. It seems like there's some kind of big issue that's going to come up and just start piling on, piling on, piling on. And I feel like it has to do with COVID a little bit, is that people are just bored. Yeah, and they got to they got to have some kind of outlet and shitting on either a particular comic or something about politics. It's always something. Yeah, and there's just well, also it's like 
sometimes it's insane. Like there's sometimes when I feel like we should all be on the same page, but with a comic, somebody always has to be a contrarian. Mm-hmm. There's a literal video of oh. a comic beating the shit and choking the fuck out of uh, his girlfriend uh-huh. and is posted in the Houston comics page. And the easiest I, thing I was like, that this is a hate. slam dunk. Yes. Get rid of this guy. Obviously, like, it couldn't get any more clear. It's in fucking 40K definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Multiple videos. It's not even just Multiple one. Multiple videos. Yeah. And then, you know. It's just to be in prison. And I'm like, okay, this, this is clear cut, done. You know, everybody's going to understand this. And then prominent people in the scene are like, well, we got to hear both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that had to have been a troll. No, it, the, I don't think it was, man. That, this, then he's, then that, uh, he said, either it's a troll because nobody's that big of an absolutist. There's nobody that's like, just lets the courts, because we literally saw it. Understand, yeah. There's no disputing. There's no yeah. need to go to court. Uh, this should be a slam dunk for even the court. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like he, and even if there was longer video where she's hitting on him and all this shit, doesn't excuse what he did. What he did was like insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's no possible excuse or reasoning or anything that could make up for it. Yeah. But I just, I just think comics and especially comics who are trying to, uh, remain relevant. They, you know, they, they have to be the contrarian, you know, it's like, there's certain things you just don't be a contrarian against. Yeah. But I think some people confuse being like a contrarian with being the voice of reason. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes, sometimes the answer is just the answer. Right, right, right. And it's not like in that scenario, he was like, hey, let's just stop piling on. Let's do the, let the, let's, let's focus on other things that are more positive. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was spiraling out a little bit cause there were people who were talking about this thing and then there's, oh, you don't, don't try to take, make this about you kind of stuff going on. But that yeah. was not his angle at all. His, uh, 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 to calm it down, it was like straight. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's not. There were a couple of people that were like, oh, let's go find this guy. Let's go fuck him. I hate that shit I don't, too. I mean, that. I'm not on board with that. That's sort of like self-gratuitous, like making it by yourself. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, other than that, like, yeah, but just, I don't know. I feel like everybody handled that pretty reasonably. Yeah, there was exactly. no need. There was no need to come down uh, and be like, well, now, hey, everybody, stay calm. <laughs> now, I wonder if, like, I wonder if people who, and I'm not, forget about this instance, but I wonder if people in general who try to, like, say, let's calm down, let's not go after this guy just yet. And in most 99% of the cases, they're not as clear to where you literally have video, multiple videos seeing this happen. But I wonder if the people who are like, hey, let's not go after this guy, if they have anything in their closet, they're worried that, hey, someday something may yeah. pop out about <laughs> me, and then I'm fucked. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. One of them is like a, ret- like a retired cop or something. So I kind of give him a little bit of... Uh, leeway because I was like this guy's probably seen some crazy shit mm-hmm. so he probably has like some personal anecdotes where uh, maybe an instance was more than it seemed mm-hmm. but even then it's like I don't know it's weird is, is this the hill just, you want to die on kind just of wait thing? just <laughs> wait until uh, there's a video of me doing that to my dad's chickens and see where everybody's <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> cancelled um, yeah shit but I think that this can we can finally transition to kind of a side topic. It seems I think that this is a big factor, and it's social media is that our attention spans are have gotten. I think that if we were to like line up all the people around in 1900, line up the people right now, 
I think our attention spans have shrank at least a little bit. Oh, I would agree. It's like I feel that way just for myself. I think my attention span in the last ten years it, have exactly diminished. It, mine is like diminished quite a bit. But then I was trying to look back and be objective and I'm like, yeah, I farted around, played video games. But that's a difference. So I was able to play video games and spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. Now I'm like, I play a game if, I'm like for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, this is boring. Go to YouTube. Like, that's yeah, how I bad I can't play I video am. games anymore. That's- and also video games now are all fucking bullshit because it's like these open world games like Zelda and like, uh, what's it like, Zero Horizon Dawn or whatever the fuck. It's like, oh, I'm doing chores. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm doing chores right now. This is exactly what I've been saying. I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like grind out the, all of these chores. Yeah. To get a a body armor with one percentage mm. more protection. Like in protection. the last Zelda game, to heal yourself, you had to gather all the ingredients. You had to cook the ingredients. And it was like, you realize I haven't eaten in <laughs> like yeah. 19 hours. I'm not gonna fucking feed this. Fucking bitmoji that I'm playing. Yeah, what's <laughs> ironic is I like, I talk about like I don't enjoy cooking, but on Red Dead Redemption I'm like putting all these different ingredients together. <laughs> and to, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I complain it takes too long, and I've wasted all that time doing that. Yeah, I, I don't like those games anymore. Yeah, the big open world games. Uh, I liked Fallout because that was sort of like the big. It was like the first open world game that I played. But after that, it's just like. I'm wasting my life living this other person's life in this game. Well, that's kind of like, I think social media is an extension of that too. It's like, it's like second life. I, I can't believe that didn't take off bigger than it did. I mean, I'm sure it took off pretty second big. Second life? Yeah. You never heard of it? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's like this, it's like a really, really terrible graphics online game where you basically just live a normal life, but it's your second life. What? You never heard of yeah. this? It came oh. out. 10, 11 years ago, something like that. Yeah, it was okay. big at the time. There was even like an episode. The that Office. Re- yeah, was the on Office it. that references it. But yeah. um, I, it's whenever they get a more entertaining version of that or mm. better graphics version of that, it's going to be a huge thing. It's going to suck people in. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Because, but that's what it shows you is people are willing to do super mundane stuff. If it's just not, it keeps them away from their normal life. Time, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good distraction. Cause like you're talking about not having, comparing like your attention span now to 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have ADD. I don't really ever have a hard time concentrating, but I have noticed my attention span has changed. Okay. Like if I go to, <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to read a lot, like read a lot of novels that I really enjoyed. Now, unless it's a, a book that I find super interesting. I have a really hard time reading a book, right? But Same. if like I can still read a book, if the story is just like super engaging, but I'm more apt to watch something on TV or YouTube yeah. or play a video game, the video game stuff I'm with you, maybe like 30% on that. They keep every time they come up with a new game, they make it harder to like complete the game. Mm-hmm. Like there's some games where like, I'll like, why is this such a pain in the ass? I'll go look like a video on YouTube to see how other people are doing it. And like, they'll, you know, the YouTube channel, like, oh, yeah, you have to put 20 hours into this game to get this achievement. I'm like, why the hell am I going to do that? Yeah. That's way too much time. There's yeah. a ridiculous pressure within video games to make it super long. Like, oh, we got so many hours of content. 
Yeah, which it's is getting to the point where it's too idea, much. It's, like, it, just make it's something not fun good. content. That's yeah. not a, that's not hundreds of hours of fun content. It's just they just want to make it. Oh, we want to. We yeah, have two hundred hours of content exactly. rather like than a, just like here's a, a good thing. game that'll take you twenty to thirty hours to beat, but it's super compelling and it'll suck you in. Nobody I like makes those. games like that anymore. What was a good one like that? God of War was like that. God of War was like the that. newest one. Mass yeah, Effect was, was like that. Yeah, it's like it's like. Uh, it's like when a headliner set goes way too long. It's like, this yeah, is- exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you could be really funny still. You're like, come on, let's rip it up. Yeah, let's get it out of here. Uh, but somebody's got to feed my kid. <laughs> do you think that there's somebody? That, do you think that's us just being uh, getting older and grumpier, and it's not like we used to be? And do you think we have like rose-colored glasses at our old attention span, or? Was it back then? Was it really bad too? But we had less options to distract ourselves. I I think it's more of developers always want to have something new. You got to have a new feature to make your game appealing so that everybody wants to go buy it. Well, let me ask you this. So if when we were younger and we had better attention spans, if a YouTube existed, you don't you think we'd get sucked into it just just as bad then as we do now? I'm sure. Which I think my attention span's yeah. gotten worse. I just don't know if it's irreversible because of all the social media or whatever mm-hmm. nonstop options, cell phones. Like I grew up without cell phones. Yeah. So is that it's- it? Or is it, it would have been the exact same way if we had those options. So is it the options fault or are we just totally fucked? I don't know. I, I mean, I think that we would be the same way if we grew up with it. Like, like we, Oh, I'm saying that our titches spans would have been garbage earlier on. Oh yeah, I think if yeah. we'd have had those yeah. options earlier on, yeah, probably. My little brother, you know, he he's growing up. You know, he always has access to a fucking iPhone or YouTube and shit. And uh, I could tell, like, he has the same tendencies as I do. Like, mm-hmm. his attention span is garbage. How do we detox from that? Because that's the thing for me. I think you said it's it. You making just have working, to- it's making working in a normal job that much harder. Because you usually get bored so quickly. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you've got to find something that works for you. Because, like, for me, personally, what's helped me is I just, I, I noticed, I was like, I'm going to just stay off of things that suck my attention in, like news websites or Facebook or Instagram. I still have social media. Yeah. I just only check them, like, Whenever there's a new once or drop, twice I a day. You. <laughs> and then I just avoid because, like, if you go into like whatever news site you like, you can go down and read like fifty articles, and you're like, "Whoa, where'd the last two hours go?" Yeah, because you'll see a link at the. Oh, if you like this article, read this. If you like this mm-hmm. article, read this. I have anything that sucks my attention like that. I try and just avoid it. I'm like, okay, what's the Cliff Notes version of what's going on today? I'm really into sports, so I do the same thing with like ESPN. I'll like pop it open in the morning. I'm like, did anything happen with my favorite teams? No. Okay, I'll check it this evening. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm like at work at the office and them just scrolling through all this stuff. And I'm like, why am I even reading this? This is all like the New York jets. I don't give a shit about the jets. Yeah. <laughs> Look no. at you and your di- discipline. It's, it's hard. <laughs> I'm not saying it's hard because like there's some days where I'm just like, ah, oh, I've, I've been doing this too much. I've got to like take a step back because I need to be productive or I want to be productive rather than just, you know, screw away all my time. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess you have to care about your job to do that. <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> but uh, uh another unintended consequence i bet we start getting fatter and fatter uh we're already out of shape as americans before the advent of social media and and netflix and like just whatever you want as quickly as you want 
now we all have it. It's like, for me, like it's hard to go to the wow. gym because I get home, I'm already tired because I'm already out of shape. I get home, I'm exhausted. I flop down on the couch. Yeah. And it's so easy to just get sucked down a rabbit hole or watch a couple of episodes of a new show mm-hmm. when I should be getting home, grabbing a bag and going to work out kind of a thing. I'll be yeah. honest. It's gotten harder for me to work out ever since I moved to Houston because mm-hmm. I used to live in the mountains. I think you meant to say ever since he got a girlfriend and he stopped caring. No, <laughs> I, I used to live in the mountains in California. So going on a walk or a hike, living in the mountains, right. you're, it was accessible. Just like, hey, I want to go for a walk. Even if it's just 15, 20 minutes. It's more enticing. It's, it's way more enticing. Oh, I'm going to go out at sunset or I can hear the breeze blowing through the trees. Yeah, it's very peaceful. Here it's Houston. It's just like, oh, I'm going to go outside and choke on pollen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, I'm going to go for a walk, but the real exercise is fighting the, the bums who live around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's that, it's sometimes it's circumstance. Would y'all fight a bum or would y'all fight a kangaroo? Which one would y'all fight? I'd rather fight a bum. Uh, I'd rather fight a, a bum mile. than a kangaroo. By a mile. Yeah. They got, they got long nails. Yeah, but they're also <laughs> usually drunk. Okay. Like sloppy, fall down drunk. Okay. Um... They have multiple layers, so it's hard to swing on me, usually. They're usually really stringy, like not a lot of, mu- like no muscle mass at all. Yeah, but they have like that, they have like that crackhead endurance. You know if I mean? they're crack bums versus alcohol bums or heroin bums, oh. the crack bum is like the one that would be the scariest for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think crack the, bum would be the, or be meth the most bum. wired. Meth bum would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah those, those are PED bums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's helping them. Yeah, like they uh, can't be on uppers. No, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. You want to avoid those ones, but still, yeah, you still, don't want you don't want any of those Molly bums. Yeah, <laughs> they be trying to fuck you the whole time. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely, I I take on the bum over a kangaroo. Oh yeah, yeah. There's now no- a kangaroo bum. Aren't they all bums? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> How do we get on that topic? <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking about exercising, then bums, and then... Oh, yeah. Exercising. Here's the... So, so I... We all... We all just... Our attention spans... That's just, just yeah, proof positive. Completed. I feel all like the, the answer to a lot of problems is going to be leaning into the bad attention spans, knowing that you're competing with more fun things to do or more entertaining or instant gratification things, and making whether it's work... Like more like gamified or like to where yeah. it's you tap into that brain to where it's makes it more interesting, more fun or, or just something that taps into it. I don't know how the fuck, obviously oh. if I knew I'd be a billionaire. There is some, I think there is some truth to that. Cause in my particular job, I've thought before, if I could put a lot of my paperwork in an app or on an app in my computer, I could get it done three times as fast and be a, you know, and I, it would be more app mm-hmm. to just get stuff done rather than to sit there with a pencil and paper True. and write stuff out like I have to currently. Yeah. Or even like where you have, instead of having like these huge long lists, you have a swipeable list. Everyone's been trained to swipe on dating apps and yeah. Facebook and there's likes. It's just like, I don't know how you do it, but I think that's the future. Same with working out is that's why I think Peloton's a good, that they're ahead of the curve. So what is that? What is that? Is it just a stationary bike? It's a stationary bike where like you have somebody who like yells at you. Yeah, yeah, that or like even more so, which I think is gonna it's gonna happen. It's like a Peloton kind of a device, but like a VR headset mm-hmm. to where you're actually 
you could be going through some kind of a trail and it's like responding and you get to see something beautiful or, or entertaining or it's a race, like a video game race where you're yeah. a character that's based on how hard you're working. That'd be cool. Anything that is better than what we got right now. So what, I, is, what is Peloton right now? Like it's live videos, I think, or pre-recorded videos of like a trainer and a class oh, like okay. working out with you. Like you're it's basically going to a spin class. It's like a spin class just you're through not Zoom. In class, through Zoom. Uh, okay, thing, I yeah. gotcha. I gotcha. I got you. Can you just do that with a regular stationary bike? Oh, like- you, clearly not. I mean that's the thing, is it that's part of it, is it's logically you could do the same thing with a regular bike or a stationary bike. Yeah. But that social aspect. Yeah. Uh, whatever that's that sucks all these people in that wouldn't have done it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I, I get it. Like there's like, it's like the difference between going to the gym and working out at home. I hate working out at home. Like during COVID I had like, well, a, I hate working out at the gym too though. Gym. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but it's just like, it's just better. I would rather pay the fucking gym fee and go to the gym than work out at home. That was the, it's al- like the same thing, but it's not. That was the first thought I had. When like COVID was like, oh, we're going to have all these lockdowns. It's like, well, guess I can't go to the gym anymore. Oh, well, <laughs> I tried. Um, but yeah, it's just not fun. Gym is not fun for me at all. Yeah. But it's just, I think it's because I haven't gotten into it. I never gave it a long enough stretch yeah. where I could enjoy it. And sorry if this conversation is boring. This guy's <laughs> like, ah, did I tell you? Headline the improv on the entire weekend. Uh, this podcast isn't doing it for me. Sorry. I, I'm exhausted. Yeah. From all the That's gains fucking, I've been making. I just fucking yawned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The host, the host yeah. I just fucking yawned in the middle. Real piece of oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that's going to happen to you comedy-wise? What? That as you get more success, which I think you're on the right trajectory, do you think that it's going to be... It's jades you towards open mics or or talking to like smaller like keys that aren't on your level as much. In fact, that has to almost happen. Wait, what where, do you mean? Like when you start working with clubs, yeah. frequently, uh-huh. and will it make it to where going to an open mic is it just it seems like a hassle rather than a chance to work on something? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can imagine so, but I know there's some like pretty well-known comics who still do open mics and shit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, in New York, I think for a while, even when Mark Norman was, like, pretty big, he was still doing whatever he could. Like, maybe not mics, but he was still doing, like, still competing for, like, even small shows and shit, you know? So, I I don't know. Uh, it I think it would also depend on the quality of the open mic. Like, uh, right. even if I was, uh, even if I was, like, really big, I would still do Ruds, mm-hmm. but, you know... I, oh, I'd love to do Ruds. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't... Rejected two months in I a row. I wouldn't go out of my way to do, like, uh, what's a shitty one? Uh, Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really gone downhill. <laughs> for, you went after Joe for pointing, now you're going after him for his open mic? Joe, fucking shots fired. You heard it here first. <laughs> Victor is coming after you. Come on, that's not controversial. No, not Ruds at all. Ruds is yeah. better than Liberty. Ruds is the best open mic in town by right, a Yeah, mile. Ruds is probably one of the best open mics in the country. Like when, when uh, headliners come here and they see Ruds, they're like, you guys, where I come from, this would be a great show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they would still agree that Liberty sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, what did you say? You said made some comment on a post that Joe had one time that was fucking hysterical. Can't remember what it was. It was something like to the effect of, I can't remember. Not important. Not important. <laughs> Love you, Joe. Um, you're really a dirty player on the basketball court, but you're a nice guy. Did you play <laughs> basketball last weekend? Yeah, I'm awful. Oh, really? I, that was literally my first basketball game that I've ever played in my life. And yeah. Thank God he's bad at something. Yeah. Um, Guys just getting laid left and right. Comedy career on fire. <laughs> okay. All right, I gotta come clean. I didn't actually get laid. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just lying to make know, it whoever who might listen. I to thought this. it would sound cool. Almost, it did sound pretty cool. Almost. <laughs> almost. Um uh, well, I almost got booked to open up for Tim Dillon, but uh, no, it wasn't even close. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was right on the door. I will say if uh, if I was P. Dobbles in that situation, <laughs> then I would have gotten laid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But that's a, so that's the thing with him. Speaking, I don't know why I'm talking about spending it, but like, no, I've spent enough time with him. Where he's like. He cornered both of us. He cornered both of us at which, Liberty. I don't know if we should use that language. Yeah. With him. <laughs> but like, we, I was, this is back when I was still running Liberty. And, um, fingered you? No. <laughs> but he, like, we, he and I were talking with, when I, early on when I met you, too. And I was yeah. like, God, I was like freaking out. I was like, Mark's going to think this is what the whole Houston scene's about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he had corners to where we like, are obligated to have this conversation. It'd be awkward for us to be like, squeeze our way out or, or go to a different group or whatever yeah and he tells me all these stories like up until that point and i'm like freaking out i'm like dude have you learned nothing so clearly he's he, like proud of it i don't know if he was proud of it but he was like giving his side of things and he's like oh this that and the other da, 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 da. i'm like i was like even if like that's still you have to have some kind of right. social awareness that this person is not for the, comfortable. For the I first time I met, it was the first time I met the guy, and I was like, "You are trying way too hard to convince me of something, and I don't even know who you are." Uh, and then we left, and it was like red, red flag, red flag, red flag, and I was just like, "And we left." And Adam goes, "This is not indicative, indicative yeah. of Houston comedy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Like, yeah. don't. He's not. Not everybody's like this." Yeah. <laughs> he, he would introduce himself to people as like, "Hi, I'm Davos, three time uh, canceled." Yeah. Yeah, three times canceled or whatever. And I think one time I heard a story from a friend of him being weird. And then uh, I was like, so I messaged him. I was like, Dobbs, you don't have to do that. Like, you're, you seem like a likable guy. Just don't be a fucking creep. So, and then he's like, that's who I am. So that's a, that's a, there's some truth to that. That is kind of who he is. Like, he must have, I don't know what's, whether he was raised or who he was around when he was young. Yeah. I used to think like you think his not, dad was like, "Listen, son, your granddad was a creep. I'm a creep. You're gonna be a creep." No, but that's pro- just who we see, are in the Dobbles family. You, you mentioned it earlier, like, like if you'd been more like Dobbs, you probably you would definitely got laid. And I I have a similar thought to you. So there's a lot of times where I don't make these moves because I'm like I don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And I've had I don't know how many and I'd always for the record I will always err on that side. But I've had yeah. so many times where I've talked to people after the fact and like, oh, I thought you were going to make a move, but you didn't make a moves, and then mm-hmm. friend zone kind of a thing. Yeah. But if I had been more in tune, I just thought I'd be a gentleman and not rape you. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's so <laughs> no, Dobbs no, that's is like the very far. Joke. Dobbs <laughs> is the very, very far end. 
to where I think probably what it was, whether it was a dad, uncle, whoever, was like, Rape them? You gotta, no, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta make your intentions clear. You gotta go after them. Like, kind of like, like Shadow How kind of a syndrome to where it's somebody gave him uh, some advice and he took it way too them. literal. Like, uh, who was I talking to the other day? Like, their mom and dad had met. And they're like, oh yeah, my her, my dad just kept kept pounding her, kept hounding her, kept hounding her, and eventually they went out. And then now you they're say, married. When you said kept hounding her, it sounded like kept he pounding. kept pounding her. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> no, the hounding. <laughs> but but that's a so there you need to have some kind of a middle ground. But I feel like Dobbs, as far as I know, until this recent thing, I, I was I, like, I just thought he was just. Awful, awful, awful with women. He would thought that buying stuff for people would be the interest to get something, or just making a move on everyone, and it's a numbers game. Yeah, but I didn't think he was like malicious. I just like he was really bad at this particular thing. Uh, but at this, what point do you like? Okay, even if you're just bad at it, what point do you like? Are you cool with making the entire scene uncomfortable? Yeah, it's like that thread um, really put him in a bad light, like worse than yeah. he was already. He made it he did, way he made worse. It worse himself. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He's like, even his defenses were like taking zero ownership. It's like he, he said the learned. dumbest thing. He was like, uh, "All right, well, if I'm such a creep, I invite all Houston yeah. female comics to come out, and if I've ever done anything to make you uncomfortable, feel free to put it out there. Put it out there." And it's like, yeah, you're doing like, uh, you can't put the onus on all the people you violated. Right, <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. And um, shit, that Warren thing backfired pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, he went, he, yeah, Jesus. He, so <laughs> apparently uh, he was trying to hook up with another comic's girlfriend. And that comic Warren. E- ex-girlfriend. He, or ex-girlfriend or whatever. That comic Warren is like. Yeah, uh, is like one of the most beloved people in the scene, probably, and uh, everybody's like real protective of him. So he just made himself look like even more of a dick. Mm-hmm. Ah. But yeah, well, but where is the line? Like, I, I wish, I wish I could be somewhere between me and 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 Dobbles, like that middle. Hey, that's range. what I'm saying. I you agree. Know? Yeah, but because there are a lot of times where I'm like, oh, this should be a home run, and then I just like fumble the bag. For sure, because I, I bet you, for me anyway, I can only speak for myself. It's it's that thing. It's like, I don't want to make a move on, on this person because I don't want to make them uncomfortable, number one. Yeah. And I also don't want, like, if, if I'm misinterpreting these signals and I'm wrong, I'm not going to be able to talk to this person again. I'll feel awkward for the rest of my life. They're going to feel awkward for yeah. the rest of their lives. So <laughs> there is some kind of a, a middle ground, but um, I don't know how to, tr- trust me when I say I don't know how to get figure it out. And I'm like, and like I said, I'll always err on the side of not coming across as creepy or, yeah. or, uh, but he well, goes, you've got good reviews. I've heard women <laughs> in the comedy scene say that you're not creepy. That's a good plus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was something like, uh, no, he just looks that way. Oh, <laughs> and that's a factor too. <laughs> that really is. Like I saw, I've seen like a YouTube video about it to where it's basically like, one person says the exact goes up to a girl says the exact same line. Another right. guy goes up to a different girl says yeah. the exact same line. One's hand, one's handsome, and one's one ugly. Yeah, the ugly one like the girl lady's like, oh, what a creep, leave me alone. And then the handsome guy, and it's oh how 
oh nice yeah, thank you. yeah but, we, but we're uh, we as there's nothing wrong with that, that. I'm, a, I'm a incel over but here we but we as no, people it, yeah. will do that everybody will do that yeah someone that we find attractive we will give them the benefit of the doubt so if dobbs didn't carry his keys on his keychain or, or his belt loop <laughs> he wouldn't be as creepy. Hi, I'm Adam Rather. Uh, three times canceled. <laughs> I haven't been canceled yet. I haven't done anything to get canceled yet. Yeah. Or yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the answer is to that at all. But there's something in between ground. I mean, what the answer? Oh, okay, to like find the middle ground. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know the answer for Dobbs is don't be a fucking. Well, that's creep. the thing. So with Dobbs. At first, I didn't think it was a creepy thing, as I'm saying. Like, I just thought, like, he didn't know he was the pro opposite of me, kind of with with women. And for what I knew, once they shot people, had shot him down, he moved on. Yeah, to the next person he was going to go after. Um, and I never heard that he did anything like out of pocket, like with the most recent situation. Um, and I was like, well, whatever. There's just those kind of people are kind of exist. Yeah. Um, but. I don't think he, I don't know. You know, he he does make things worse because like uh it, I think it keeps women from doing comedy. That is one thing is definitely a factor. Yeah. That was my or biggest problem quit. with him. Yeah. Or uh, when people were backing like well, not I mean I don't think anyone really had his back on that thread. There was one person um if you go back and look at oh they've been deleted. Never mind. So I don't need to bring it back. What up. was the argument? How were they uh, this that it, that the comic who brought it up was just white knighting and oh, and, yeah, and all yeah. of that. Um, which it, like it I said, this was always got to be a contrarian. Uh, yeah, yeah. This was a little bit. There was a little bit more gray area to this than somebody getting choked, though. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was annoying the messenger in this scenario, but you can't shoot the message, or you can't discount the message just because of the messenger. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so it's like it's a shitty, weird situation. I don't know what. I think we just gotta, we gotta, um, you gotta police these people out, or else you're always gonna be comfortable. We gotta start jumping people in the scene. No, no, <laughs> no. Like, what needs to be, and this has actually happened a couple of times because we I've been constantly in. assault the audience members. We just use all that energy and just uh, hit the comments. No, there should be shame the fuck out of anyone who gets accused of this kind of a thing. Like that's for me. Or just it, bite off their thumb. Shame doesn't work on comics though. It would work on me. Don't you think it would work if you if you were that's P- what's P- holding P- you off. back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if I ever well, actually, I shouldn't give somebody the, the tools to cancel me. But if I was ever cre- <laughs> if I was ever credibly involved in this, in this kind of a situation, and it, like people are shaming me, how could you ever show their your face around? So like if you never did anything wrong, then whatever. You got no problem. But that was what bothered me about when he was like responding to people. And like he, he wouldn't flat out say, like, no, I did everything, never did anything wrong. He would say, oh, oh, well, I spent, I hung out with her after that. And all this. I'm like, doesn't mean you didn't fuck up in the situation. And you have not denied fucking up in the situation. It's like he would just say it like, oh, the bartender or this, the, the way he would describe the, the defenses were like, you're not ever coming out and denying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just they saying only that asked you're me just to saying stop that twice. this girl was this girl was cool with you after the fact. Yeah. Um, that's not helpful. It means you still did it. 
Yeah. But um look at us white knighting on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What a brave stance. We're against harassment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, how would you like get that out of the scene? Cuz this uh, has like this has come up you know what to I'd a do? much lesser degree. Uh, I'd, I'd bite off both of his thumbs so he <laughs> can't finger anymore. <laughs> I guess you can finger you could, with a thumb. I guess you could. Well, I guess you'd bite you know, off his, uh, his middle finger and his ring finger. He still got his index finger. And his thumb. Yeah. Yeah. He just finger gun it. it at least it'll slow him down. <laughs> <laughs> at least slow him down. <laughs> at least slow him down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Something does got to be done to where people can be comfortable. I think we got to kill him. I'll say. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that a guy can bite somebody's. Never mind. I think we got to kill him. Uh huh. And uh, that's it. Is there anyone else we need to kill? Uh, Joe Esquivel. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we can turn Liberty into a real mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know who Joe? Needs, you, I will say this. I Joe will, is not going to get any of the nuance <laughs> <laughs> at all. I will say this. I will say. There, there is, there is a plus side to Dobbs. There are people in the scene who need P. Dobbs to be in the scene. Because Please without, explain. Because without P. Dobbs, they're P. E. Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, I agree. Wait, were we talking about this at Rudyard's the other day? Were we? Yeah, we were talking about like if you remove who's P. Dobbs if uh, we remove Dobbs. Oh, we weren't talking about that. Okay, you were probably talking to Cantwell about that. Maybe real funny. <laughs> real funny. I, I have a no. I have a couple of a top five that I would. I could easily answer that. Top five creepiest comics in Houston. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it right now. <laughs> oh, we, come on, we man. Can, I have to talk more. about it after top the top five creepiest com- recording. Ah, oh. there's a there's a top you know three what? are I, easy. I, I, I'll ha- I have a top five, and in the spirit of diversity, not all guys. Ooh, Ooh interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to share? I mean, you're more than welcome to share. We'll discuss them, but uh, <laughs> it probably won't get back to any of them because they don't listen to this either. But it's up to you. I'm not going to pressure you. Okay. Uh, uh, hmm, top top creepiest guy Dobbs for yeah, sure. Yeah, obviously number uh, one with a bullet on most people's list. So a much lesser. <laughs> Which yeah, as I say, yeah, anyone on this list, you're not claiming that they're. Um, I, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm trying to protect. I was like, oh, I don't know if you want to do this. Uh, because, because some of them don't have major offenses yet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk but about I know this afterwards. Coming, and I some, know that, yeah. And some of them are on the receiving end of being harassed, uh-huh. but they're also kind of creepy. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard to legislate that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's... It, I'm, I'm always to, terrified of being a creep. Same. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's I, protected. That's always going to protect us from situations like this. Yeah. But it's not going to help us. Uh, I don't like talk, long-term I don't like talking to like uh, new female comics. It's like it, it feels like you know how you don't want to talk to kids because it feels like you're a pedophile. Yeah, you know? I have no problem with that as long, But I'm like so obviously comics. this is a like a comic to comic conversation. Yeah. The no flirting like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. There's definitely. I do want. I do want to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know. I learned that really no, bad. I don't think I'll ever. <laughs> I don't but you I'll, did. Yeah. But <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, okay, you didn't know what? You didn't know that. I, I had heard. You didn't know uh, that she was a fighter. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no. 
anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Adam. learned my lesson. Yeah, but, uh, but um, it's just not worth it, especially if it, y'all just run in the same circles. It could go poor. I, I would, you know what? I'm I would, not against I would, it. In every, love, I'm not against it. In every case, I would I'm just saying you're risking date, a lot. I would love to date a comic. I would date a comic. I would say it worked out with Dale Cheeseman, Katie McGee. I, I think that's really cool. It's like the you guys. How your common interest is like the biggest thing in both of y'all's lives. I think that's really cool. Yeah, actually, I, I would say it's not the worst thing in the world as long as both people are very mature. Yeah. Both are people that realize like, hey, if this doesn't work out, we're yeah. going our separate ways. We're still part of the same scene. We're still going to see each other. Yeah. We can't turn this into this big dumpster fire at the end. Yeah. Like and, whenever. And, um, and, it's, and it can't be like predatory. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't want. Just like with work or Louis C.K., if you have all this power and you're hoarding it and getting stuff because you have this power, yeah, that's predatory and you're a piece of shit. It has to be like a, a even thing, or else it's you're starting out bad. Yeah, but then again, you could be somebody who's got more established. Doesn't mean you can't date somebody who's newer in, in the scene as long as you're not using that for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Louis well, if you're doing Louis- anything to get stage time in Houston. You reevaluate your life. <laughs> <laughs> Louis uh, has a good bit about what we were talking earlier. Talking about earlier is like making a move and stuff. Fighting kangaroos? No, no, no. Oh. There's a bit about hooking up with a girl who worked at a comic club. And mm-hmm. then like, they go back to her place of, like making out. And then um, he like makes a move. She goes like, no, 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 no. He goes, okay. And I'm not. And they keep making out. He makes another move. She stops him. And then uh, he's like, all right, it's not happening. So they end up not having sex. And uh, the next day at the club, he sees her and she's like, hey, last night was a lot of fun. Why didn't we have sex? And then Louis is like, oh, I thought you didn't want me to. She goes, no, I really wanted you to. He goes, well, why did you keep stopping me? She goes, no, I just I just like it whenever a guy just like really goes for it. and just like holds me down and fucks me. <laughs> Don't say that. And then Dobbs could listen to this. <laughs> and then Louis, he goes like, <laughs> yeah, he goes. Yeah, I'm not going to rape you just in the off chance that maybe you're into that. (laughs) This was pre-canceling? Yeah, pre-canceled, Louis, yeah. Yeah, should have been a red flag. But I I have a friend, um, she's uh, in her 40s. I've known her for a long time from work when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But she's the same kind of way. Because she'll tell me everything. We'll talk about all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And she'll tell me these examples of of when she hooks up with these guys. And she doesn't sleep around at all. But so when she's in these situations, the way she's describing, I was like, that no wonder the sex was terrible. You shut him down. He accepted it. And then you got going, shut him down again. And then it was interrupted in the middle of the thing. Like all these things that would be like, if I were to pursue it, just like this Louis CK joke, I've heard that conversation and a a friend I talk to all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I was talking, I was talking to her literally last week about this exact same thing. I was like, of course he's like that as a, wouldn't you be naturally? Yeah. And, um, I'm the opposite. I have so many stories. I have so many stories to where like, I tell people, you know, it's like, yeah, I think she wanted to like, fuck me. And they're like, uh, like, well, what signs were she giving you? And it's like, oh, you know, we were like in her bed and she like wanted me to give her a massage and stuff. And then I just like left. Yeah. And then they're like, like all my friends are like, dude, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. <laughs> like Zod has like yelled at me for this before. Who has that bit about, like about, basically that's about that. Oh, Grady. Grady yeah. has a great I bit I love that, that bit because yeah, yeah. they can relate. Yeah. But I think cool. a lot, maybe a lot of guys go through that. That's happened to me multiple. I used to have this, uh, I'm going to write a joke about it. They, like, that's like, <laughs> there's premature ejaculation, but if you just walk out before anything happens, that's like 
premature erectile dysfunction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A, so I had this. I worked with this girl, um, and we would hang out a lot. And I was always curious. I was always curious. I was like, "This is girl. I like her. I was definitely into her." And she would every time I would come over, she would play uh, "Lollipop" by Lil Wayne. And oh I, yeah! And the whole song is about wanting to suck this or getting your dick sucked. And I ne- it never. I never put two and two together until like years later because I didn't like didn't listen to the song, didn't listen to the lyrics. And then yeah. I was telling somebody that story. I was like, "It's always, always weird. For some reason, she'd always play this song." Like you fucking idiot! <laughs> like she was trying. It's like you think I mean, so? You think she was like trying to like either that? She's really into that song Lane. randomly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think the biggest stretch I've heard was uh, this guy. We never hooked up. Never made a move on her. This guy. I was talking about this with this uh, guy, and he was he was telling me like, yeah, man. One time I was hanging out with this girl, and then I knew she wanted to fuck me because. She touched me with her big toe. What? Like what? If that doesn't mean go, I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Are you, what are you talking about? And he said, that was probably the biggest stretch I've heard. But the lollipop is a close second. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's listening, just know Victor and I uh, we're not making any moves. But we're not if, making. Any would moves. you encourage more women to make moves, or does there not, does there need to be something, especially nowadays with everything with Me Too, which I'm. I got no complaints about it. Like I'm never putting myself in bad situations. I guess, I guess it would be more convenient, but I mean, if we're scared to make a move, they're probably also going to be feel the same way. So can you think of a situation? Uh, Yeah. Cause like you were talking about, like there are some of those people that would be on the list would be a woman. Yeah. I think it's just easy to destroy somebody, which I, I don't know if destroy is the right word, but it's hard for somebody to be like, Hey, that's uncomfortable. Hey, you're being too, too touchy or you're doing you're oh like come. if you said that to a woman yeah 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 it would yeah i guess it would be but i guarantee if i ever did it wasn't because i want them to try harder <laughs> in any way trust me if somebody's making a move and and uh and i respond it's gonna be uh pretty yeah. obvious and quite the opposite if i'm if, if you're trying to make a move and i'm not responding I am not interested at all. Yeah. Well, also, I've had sex like twice in my life, so it's not like it's... <laughs> and one of those times was not this weekend. <laughs> yeah, one of those times was not this lying weekend. lying son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You got any shows coming up? Uh, Yeah, I'm at <laughs> the improv uh, at the end of the month for <laughs> Jade Cataprata. And then I think I'm doing some art show with Bob Morsey. Uh, and then, um, yeah, some smaller shows, too. You know. What days on the week uh, on the improv? I think that weekend is like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, last weekend of March, I think. And uh, yeah. Like tw- and then Secret Group opens up uh, end of May. Yeah, 28th. That's awesome. That'll be cool. Do you think they should institute? I was talk- who was I talking to about this? Do you think they should institute some kind of a pass system? How do you- what are your thoughts on that? I think if they did, now would be a good time to do it. Uh, I think a pass system would be good, like how those old clubs did it. I completely agree. Even though I'm low, like on the lower, I don't think so. The, I don't think so. At least mid of the spectrum, but like definitely not top tier. Like this guy should be getting headliner sets or or regular feature work. You have to have Adam. I mean, there's very. I mean, there's very few comics in Houston that right deserve that. But I uh, like, and I think I was talking to Grady about this. I wouldn't mind a pass system, even if it meant that I wasn't at this certain tier or there was 
at least you would know where you are and you could have something to strive for. And yeah. you know, it's not just like, oh, they just don't know who I am. I think it makes everybody better. It makes, gives everybody a goal. You know, that's why when I was coming up, uh, uh, it wasn't so open. Like it was a meritocracy and to get on clubs, you had to get past and mm-hmm. it, would, it drove you to, um, you know, keep writing and uh, going up and improving as a comic. Now things are so loose because there's sort of like opportunity for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just sort of carve your own way and be mediocre. Um, there's no reason to sharpen anything. You just go up there, you say outrageous shit and hope that, you know, hope this is a good one tonight. Right. Which poisons audience members for comedy because if it's, if it's mediocre every time you go out, why yeah. would you keep going out? I, and, I, and I think it creates... One thing I don't like about open mics is sometimes... Open micers go up there and they're not working on anything. They they just go up there and it's like, okay, I'm gonna try and make these people laugh, um, and it, it kind of. And then you go up there with like stuff that you've written, stuff that you're trying to like tighten up, and it just feels lame because like, all right, well the last they guy just did, the, air the last the guy just did a bunch of crowd work and asked if I was fucking my mom, and that was and created all this energy, and now this guy's just doing his fucking uh, notes. Uh-huh. You know, it's like it's like. Well, now I can't work on my shit because nobody else is working on their shit. That's why, I, that's why I've never had beef with bumps. It's like if, whenever I was running Midtown uh, before oh, yeah. I made an email list, which I know a lot of people don't like email lists. I get it. But show up, go up is talk. It's poison. It's poison for the comedy scene because at a minimum, you need to have, a, in my opinion, have a pro list and an amateur list. So that way the, the host has some form of control of like, oh, right. if the show is going down fast, you can put in a couple of pros or people who consider pros and you don't have to deal with like the bullshit of getting bumped. Like it's like the nicest way. It's a nicer way of bumping people. But even if you're bumping people, uh, which nine times out of 10 bumping is based on friendships versus. Right. Yeah. Well, I would say nine times. I'd say at least 50%. Yeah, because sure. I have fifty percent. Like you're not bumping somebody who's just some schmo. Yeah, because uh, people will be like, "What the fuck's going on?" But uh, it's usually a, a great, a consistent comedian. And if you're new, you have to it's, you have to understand the hosts got to keep the flow going, keep the vibe up. Because if you just do show up, go up, your show's going to tank. Everyone's going to leave. So even if you get there, you get there on time, and you sign up the crowd could be gone and it's like, Hey, I can practice the wording, but mm-hmm. you're not going to really know if these jokes work or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm big on that. Like I'm, you know, so that's annoying. I feel like. So pass list, um, I remember, as administered uh, by Victor the pandemic, they were flirting with doing a ranking system. Yeah. I was down for that. That would have been oh Oh my God. That would have been terrible. I was always, I was one of the only ones that was like super against that pass system. Yes. Ranking system. Imagine but how here, petty! But, imagine how petty everybody would be. Like, oh, he's ranked number five. I should be. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, the guess, but if that were thinking about that, that'd have been awful. That'd and, have been torture. And how? How? Like, if, but what if you had rankings of these are people who are past? They can do whatever you want to put them on. But if we're gonna have headliners, they have to be at this level. Or if they have features, they have to be at this level. Kind I mean, of. Yeah. Or if they want to do open mics here, that's fine. Yeah. But if they want to get on book shows, like I said, I'm that would not, be cool. But to me, that's more of a pass system than a ranking system. You know? Sure, but do yeah. you want? Yeah, and you'd be an idiot if you're running a show to put somebody that you know can't do. Yeah, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, whatever, uh, in that spot, you're asking for trouble. So yeah, that's probably not a big issue. But one thing you were, like you were mentioning, you've been around 
way longer than most people realize because you're so young. Mm. Um, is I started talking to Grady and um, Nick Palermo. They've been around for a while, and they were talking about things. The scene used to be way meaner. Like he's like, oh yeah. And we were talking about the virtues of like wh- the, whether that's got any value or not. And I started out being like, "There's no reason to just treat people like shit." That was why. <laughs> that's where I started out as. But the, I'm dead serious, and I don't get convinced of arguments often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always listen. I always have an open mind. But then they were explaining it to me, and uh, the way they were explaining it to me, I was like, "There might be some value, not necess- not to demoralize people, make them feel like shit." Yeah. But if you are thin skinned, you might as well be gone right away. Yeah. Also, but what was really convincing for me, I was like, not having people blow smoke up your ass and having real criticism or whether it's constructive or not, depending for the kind of people, but I think the people who would do well, it's going to motivate the hell out of you. If somebody's just like, Oh, you're not there. You, you, you. Cause like I had yeah. somebody today say a mediocre, mediocre person. And like right away I was, Instead yeah, of being like, fuck Didn't this. Did I just call you a mediocre person? Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of getting like angry, like, fuck this guy, he's just a piece of shit. I was like, I started thinking about the comedy for summer. I started thinking comedy-wise. Like, if somebody calls me that comedy-wise, would I get fired up? Absolutely. But then I would definitely be more motivated to work harder, have better sets. If not to get better, uh, to, to be able to shove it in that person's face. Right. You're like, hey, hear those laughs or those mediocre laughs, go fuck yourself. Kind of a mentality, which you don't have to have, but the way they were explaining to me is like a little bit more of that Mm -hmm. would help solve a lot of our biggest problems. Yeah, mediocrity is a good word to use because there's a lot more of that now. And it's not because people aren't talented or anything. It's just that people are content. Yes. They go up and it's like, well, I did my set tonight. You know, I I got a little better or whatever. And uh, that's good enough for me. But back Back in the day, everybody was so fucking cutthroat and mean and trying to get the same spots. Only two clubs in town. There's no secret group. Um, we were just constantly on each other, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it was mean, like, <laughs> like gee, I, uh, yeah, like some of my best jokes at the time would get shit on because it's like, uh, oh, you fucking hack, you're, you know doing fucking Asian stereotypes. It's like, dude, I've been doing this for two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> break, you know? Um, there needs to be a happy medium, but I am no longer of the belief that, that shitting or, or calling out a, I don't know. Like, that's the thing is like, I'm not going to support mediocrity, but I also feel like the, people there, should, it, it also, when it was really mean, it also, some of it felt like fake mean. It felt inauthentic. It's like, oh, you're just trying to play comic and be like one of the seller guys. Like, oh, you know, everybody, you know. But and I, like, I think now my perspective on it is, is like, um, stand up is like mean enough, just the nature of it. Like, mm-hmm. the, let the audience be mean to you, you know? Like, if you suck, the audience is going to be mean to you. I don't have to add anything to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus, you run the risk now. That if you give somebody a critique too aggressively, you're like, oh, you're you're a monster, you're an asshole, you're you're making the scene uncomfortable, kind of a thing. I don't. I mean, I could I could see that argument. I'd be surprised if that actually happened. But also, whenever you give unsolicited advice, it's like, who am I to be giving anybody advice? You know what I mean? That's a good point. Uh, there's a, 
<laughs> Liberty, uh, one of the hosts, not going to say who, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> he was telling a new comic. He was like, you know, who I think she's great. She's like new. And like, uh, he was telling her like, uh, you know, this room, you know, I've been around for a while. No, you haven't. It's like, I've been around for a while. You got to go up there with a lot of confidence. And I was like, dude, I know you. You just started being confident three weeks ago, first off. And secondly, nobody asks you for any advice. And third, every time you open your mouth, I want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who you are, apparently. <laughs> for the record, I have not hosted Liberty Station I, I, for quite a while. <laughs> I will say, when this happened, I, I didn't tell him the uh, the first two things. I just told him, every time you talk, I want to vomit. <laughs> I didn't give him any you argument. Sa- you, you I just saved- told him. <laughs> you saved all the logic behind your statement. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, the reasoning. Yeah. The buildup, and you, well, got the point across. Well, it was hard. I wanted to vomit. (laughs) (laughs) So he actually, I don't know, was the first time you thought to talk about um, not liking you getting your dick sucked? Was that from our podcast? Or Uh, have you been thinking about that before? Or it doesn't matter. Either way, he's using that joke about that now. Oh, you are? It's doing well. Yeah, I guess this is the first time where I actually, like, thought about it critically. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do remember, like, before that, like, getting my dick sucked, and I was like, I mean, this is, this is getting kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ADD kicking in. Probably, yeah. I was just like, you know, you're just sitting there. I, this is so I'll die on this You and me, you're the person who always gets the most bothered by this. It's just outrageous. And when I do it on stage, what's funny is doing it on stage. You've gotten people backing you up. I've, heard, I've seen it happen. People, he says it, people are like, yeah, yeah, I'm like the fuck kind of world am i living in well i think like some people do that but i also see a lot of people in the crowd like a lot of guys are like, like you son of a bitch yeah it's like dude, don't fuck up my I, life i'm trying to get my dick sucked tonight yeah. and you're fucking ruining it, you know because oh, i think funny. if girls knew that it wasn't like i think girls suck dick part of it is because they think that it feels amazing for the guy because it does victor and, and you are fucking it up for everybody <laughs> <laughs> But I think if they knew that it's just like, okay, we just like watching it. No, don't say we. <laughs> don't say we. You got, you got a turd in your pocket? What's that phrase? A what? I got a what in my you got, pocket? You said you got a turd in your pocket? Who's this we? You never heard that phrase? <laughs> what? It's like a really old, old phrase. Is that old like people's. a pun? A we? No. Uh, it's like, who, yeah. who's with you? Is somebody with you? Something with you? Well, what is a turd in the pocket? I don't know. It's a phrase. You can look it up. You can Google that shit. Oh, it's okay. old school shit. Turd in the bucket. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who are you talking about? Who's we? It's not me and you. Yeah. But I know you guys, you guys look like you enjoy uh, old dick suck. Old dick old. suck. <laughs> you know what? I support women and uh, I would never degrade anything that they do. Far be it for me to tell them what. If anything, that bit is self-deprecating. Right? Maybe no. I'm not good at getting my dick sucked. Maybe it's a skill. Maybe it's a youth. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an interesting vein of ways to go. But no, I don't think it's negative for women. I'm joking, obviously. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's... What do you do? Like you just pet them? <laughs> <laughs> you think your lucky star is some woman's uh, likes you enough to be willing to do that. That's what you I do. do. I do for about the first 30 seconds. And it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, he's doubling down, folks. Yeah. Uh, Come on, I got a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, 
It's like your ADD might be a little bit worse than mine. <laughs> yeah, ADD is like, a problem a, whenever you are a pervert. I can't know? play a video game for 10 minutes. He can't get his dick sucked for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we have different levels of problems. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, got, is a train camp coming back anytime soon? I have no idea. Probably. Yeah. If not, any other uh, thoughts of... Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll do a podcast. Um, maybe, maybe I'll just start a new one, or maybe I'll have two. But I should... Yeah, who knows? Probably not. I'll probably just keep being a lazy comic. <laughs> <laughs> Stand-up is addicting. I think that's why people are so afraid to branch out, is because uh, you're getting your routine of getting that dopamine hit every night, you know? think so. Think Good so. stand-up's addicting, I think. Well, grinding out to know well, to well yeah but you're always like addictive. chasing that dragon of like having that new bit or getting that next great set you know that's true that's true for sure i think we're all addicts we all have problems yeah but i think at the core is uh i think we're we're all addicts like we all have addictive personalities well, I, I think there's something to that for sure yeah i'm not trying to go on a tangent yeah i thought there was a p doubles line like, <laughs> like a punch coming at the end of that i was like I, was, I thought you were building up to something. Just like, <laughs> like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> I'm not gonna say poor guy, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm tired of that guy. I'm tired of talking about him. We should. I'm telling you, we should slit his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you have. <laughs> we should. We should murder him. <laughs> What's funny is like his worst offense is like being a real creep, but uh, I think that's why. I don't know. That's why it'd be funny if we killed him. <laughs> yeah. You know, like not, not, not necessarily because he deserved it, but just because it would be the funniest way to deal with that problem. Yeah. Like what? I thought you said you were tired of him. You know, guys. I think we're going to get famous when uh, the state of Texas uses this podcast. Yeah, we'll be on the evidence a true, a true in, a, crime. in a murder trial. Yeah. A true crime documentary. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the first episode is like him be on talking about killing chickens. That's what- <laughs> <laughs> the signs were all there, folks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they'll gonna, just isolate that bit of yeah. him just going ah oh, we just slit his throat <laughs> I, like, I don't like blowjobs clearly a sociopath I, was gonna, I, I can murder somebody somebody would listen to this podcast and be like what this psycho doesn't like getting his dick stuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the biggest problem <laughs> all the signs were even, there even Dahmer liked getting his dick stuck <laughs> psycho <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, I, think we're, I got uh, shows coming up on 26. Twenty six. I'm on Filth, um, the early show, the 8 o'clock show. And then uh, I'm going to be on um, that Almost Irish show, but that's going to be the on. The old bald show? Yes. Um, that's tomorrow, right? That's Thursday, so that's pointless. I'm just flexing at this point. Uh, um, and then. Flexing. Uh, yeah, flexing to the, the five people you're going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> And I'm also on a show on the first at the aforementioned Liberty Station. <laughs> oh yeah, the Thursday show. Oh, you show. know what? Here, I got a good plug. I forgot. Uh, on the 25th, I think the Improv's having like a charity show for one of the servers. He has like testicular cancer, or whatever. So like all the pr- proceeds go to him. So you can go to that. You know, if you care about things like cancer <laughs> or testicles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if he got testicular cancer from somebody sucking his balls too hard. <laughs> that's why I don't do it. Don't that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're safe. You are definitely safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to that roast this weekend? 
Uh, I think somebody would get cancer if you sucked his dick. That's how that girl got that cyst. Right? Yes, yeah. Deep callback. <laughs> that nobody remembers from earlier in the conversation. That's how you wrap it up. Which I think is actually going to be part that's going to get cut. So it's completely cleared. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. I don't know. Uh, we didn't talk about ADD nearly as much as I expected because we have it. <laughs> yeah. We kind of bounced all over we the place. We really bounced all over the place. Uh, what a great line, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always a pleasure. Anything yeah. No. No. Any Thank you, Victor. Any shows coming up? No, just more of this podcast and the new one I started with Dan oh, Hornstein. Oh, week? Uh, Dan. Dan Hornstein. Yeah. Are we, are we doing a topic? Or? Yeah, we're doing the top five uh, creepiest comics in Houston. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we no, about the that little annoyances and that's little right. Jo- yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna do top five, bottom five, like top five, uh, no, bottom five things or things, little annoyances, things that piss you off yeah. that are just you, it pisses you off disproportionately to what it should, and then top five things that you enjoy that disproportionately. Oh, okay. All so right. It should be a good time. So dick sucking. Wouldn't be one of his, but... First off, that's not a little thing. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, ladies. We, uh, is anyone buying this? All right. Well, it's a mediocre comic. What can I say? <laughs> mediocre person. So check out the episode. Like, subscribe. Yes. Uh, no Country for Middle Age. If you're listening to this, you already know this. Yeah. Spread the word for fuck's sake. And... Yes. Um, do what's right. And go see Victor live. Go see Victor live. He's hysterical. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody's good. That degrades <laughs> me saying that you're good. Everyone's good. Well, Everyone you. is not good. In fact, most people are bad. Um, you'll see Victor. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.